going, Yemitators, episode 121 with Andrew Orvidal. This episode was so great, you guys. Uh, we talked about um, those who can't. We talked about video games. We talked about movies and TV and Netflix and just a lot of great stuff. Um, and maybe at one point I interviewed uh, Coach Fairbell. So you don't know, unless you listen to it. Listen to it. You're already listening to it, so you might as well keep listening. All right. Uh, go to uh, Facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Like the page. Um, I try and post on there when I can. I'm the worst at it. Uh, iTunes and Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on, if you could uh, just pause it for a second, head over to whatever platform you're listening to it on, give it, a, give it some stars. I don't know. Give it a review. Let people know about the show. Um, it's been so fun to make. And... Duplex Comedy Suplex was so awesome. We had Kelly and Lindsay, we had Nick Flanagan, and we had Adam Christie. It was a really good time, and um, laughter ensued. Everyone everyone had a good time. So, yeah, keep spreading the word, you know? Duplex Comedy Suplex. Keep coming out. My Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. The show's Twitter is at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. Uh, the Twitter for Duplex is at Duplex Comedy, and there's an Instagram which is at Duplex Comedy Suplex. There's a donate button on my webpage, yamatat.com, through PayPal. Um, any kind of donations or help would be great because I do this show for free because I love it. Um, but yes, now yam it up with me and Andrew Orvidal. <laughs> I'm just going to keep an eye on this to check on the, make sure it's still going while we're still going. Cool. Yeah. Hello, hello? Yeah. All right, it tracks. All right. Oh. Dude, so I wanted to talk about the show while we were walking, and I was like, this is good stuff, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, dude, so how much fun has it been to just make a show with your friends? <laughs> <laughs> He's taking a bite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eating some, eating some food. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, working on the show is, uh, it's amazing. And working on, with... With my friends, Ben and Adam is is great. A because it's fun, and B because I've known those dudes for so many years, like twelve years, that we like you. You already have like all your sort of shortcuts together and everything, yep. and we don't have to like. Oh, I got to get to know this new person. So uh, it's got great. The rapport. It's you great. got the rapport yeah. going. Is the is the writers' room pretty crazy? <laughs> like. Like uh, when you guys hit a joke that really lands, and then you guys are just all over the place. Yeah, we love a lot. It's more at the end of the day. We like after five o'clock, like the smallest things become just these major laughing. We're just laughing and laughing and flopping around, and so that last hour of the day, from like five to six, we sort of now realize is like some of this shit might seem funnier now than it is, and then the next day you go and you read it kind of like sobered up in the morning and you're like oh this is ridiculous like 
<laughs> we can't use that. So, what's an example of something that you guys wrote down? And you're like, this will be great, and then you looked <laughs> at it later, think, and you're like, uh, no, 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 of something crazy. <laughs> um, what's something that's, what's something that just happened recently? Um, oh, like for example, they had a scene like where this, <laughs> there's like this old woman's corpse. This is hopefully not a spoiler, but there's this old woman's corpse that uh, that gets dug up and uh, it, it gets torn in half. Like these two characters are like are like tugging on it and it gets torn in half. And they were like, "Yeah, that." And then the next day, it's like, "What are you talking about?" Like it's so over the top. So that's a good example of something that uh, just too too crazy. So is that an example? Uh because I'm, I'm picturing that you guys have a lot of creative control at this show because it's coming through. <laughs> like, it's been so fun to watch. Um, but, uh, oh, have you ever gotten um, a note or something that they're like, no, you can't, you can't Oh, yeah, do that. that happens. I mean, sometimes it's like from a, from like a legal standpoint, they're like, you just can't show that on TV. Oh, like a but logo other times, or something. They'll be like, yeah. it's just too gross. It doesn't happen that often, but it happens. And a lot of times when it happens, you're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, why did we think that this was oh, okay? Like, yeah, of all course. of a sudden, oh, you're like, uh, you wake up and you're like, yeah, what What were we doing? So, um, but in general, yeah, we do uh, a lot of the crazier ideas do, do make it through. That is surprising. You're like, there's no way that this is going to be on TV. And then it is, and you're like, oh, wow. What was the... Um the actual words on the KKK flyer? Oh, it was uh, Kit Kats and Kafka. <laughs> Kit Kats and Kafka was the actual name of the... Uh, yeah. Kit Kats and Kafka. Ooh. Yep. Alright. Yeah. Oh, man. So you guys have done like season two is all set or a little bit more? We're still writing it right now. Oh, cool. So, yeah, but we're almost done and then in a couple weeks we'll start shooting it. We'll basically write it all right up until it's time to shoot it. Shoot so. it. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so what? What's something in comedy that you haven't done yet that you'd love to do? It doesn't have to be one thing. There's just one specific thing would be on Conan, only because I've been a fan of Conan since I was like in high school, and I remember watching Conan back then, and I loved it back then, and I mm-hmm. thought I didn't think I'd be a comedian. I didn't even. I didn't. I wanted to be like a comic book artist back then, and so I. Yeah. But I remember watching Conan, being like, "How cool would it be to be on Conan?" Just in that yeah. like general way. And now, I'm at this weird point with with a career where I could, in theory, be on Conan. Yeah. And it would be like, "How cool would that be?" Uh, that that's something that I would really. Do you think it'd be the like, three of you guys? Well, Adam's already done it twice by himself. Yeah. I don't think he would have the three of us only because. They usually have like one, one of the guests from a show. Yeah. It would like fill up the couch to yeah. have three dopes on it, you know. <laughs> so um, that would be, that would be amazing. That would that's probably I don't say my last comedy goal because you never know like what yeah. else. But like having the show is already it's like amazing. on a, it's but on a pedestal. It's like Conan up there. would be a ne- be yeah. Conan awesome. would satisfy like a long running. Uh, that that was my show. Some people are Letterman people. Some people mm-hmm. are. Jimmy Fallon, you know, whatever your favorite host is, but I was always like a big Conan. Coco. Fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Conan. 
It'd be cool to um, do Colbert's show. Oh, too. yeah. That would yeah. be amazing, too. He's been doing awesome stuff. That seems, like, that. unattainably cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, like, that would be that would be nuts. The too cool for school cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be super nervous to do Conan. I would be pretty nervous to do the Colbert. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why that is. I think it's, I don't know. It's, uh, it's all in your head, man. Yeah, it's all psychological. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's because Conan just seems like so friendly and like Goofy I don't know. There's something or... that seems yeah. Not that Colbert doesn't seem friendly, but he's also like he's just like this crazy. I don't know. Personality. I'm just rambling. <laughs> um. What? Um. Okay. What's your favorite part about doing comedy? My favorite part of doing like stand-up comedy. Yeah, and those are all the interview questions I ask, and then it's just whatever. Um. <laughs> I think my favorite part of stand-up is that you, now that I've worked writing a TV show where you have to collaborate with a lot of people, mm-hmm. my favorite thing about stand-up is that it's just you and it's just the joke as you, like, think of it and say it. There's no, I mean, I like collaborating and it's a, it's cool to see how something can get better as, you know, someone else's perspective um, touches on it. Is it so? Are Still we good? Going. Okay, cool. Uh, but uh, with stand-up, it's like it's really the joke as you have thought of it and presenting it, which is which is cool. It's like it's I, I think a lot personal. of stand-ups might not realize that until they have to collaborate on comedy with someone else, and then it's like, oh yeah, like I'm actually that is actually pretty cool. That's a pretty cool uh, feature of of stand-up. So yeah. I would say it's that just having that sort of personal freedom with it. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have any like um, go-to phrases that you would do if a joke would bomb? Like back in back in your starting. Um, <laughs> you know what? I never really, I never really did. I see a lot of comics who will like when a joke doesn't work. They're like, "Wow, that was a new under." Like they'll try to like excuse it, and I've always tried to not <laughs> yeah. do that because you never know. I don't know. It's like it's like discounting your own merchandise. Sometimes a joke just doesn't work for any number of reasons yeah. and then the you can go the very next night and do the same joke and all of a sudden it's like great so I've tried not to I have there's there have been jokes that have they've just ne- have never worked like so you do it like six times and so the last time I do it I'll be like and that joke is done like that is the last time anyone will hear that joke just to let them know like that you know it's like that one was for yeah. me I also tell audiences if they've saved a joke like let's say the joke is bombed a number of times and then an audience finally digs it I'll tell them like you guys just saved that joke like that joke that joke was going away to the foster home of comedy and you saved that joke so I'll tell them that but I don't in general I just if a joke doesn't work I usually will just try to get to the next yeah joke I mean it's, it's the better, audience doesn't it's care why just, it doesn't yeah. work they don't they don't nobody ever gives a shit I used to have a go to it was um that sounded so much better in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and I only did it once per set. Yeah. But I was like, if a joke bombs, I could go to this. Yeah, and yeah. It just... <laughs> it's somebody, not necessary. Somebody <laughs> made a joke, you know, you comes to be like, some of these are just for me. Uh, yeah. And there's this comic, oh, I forget who does it, but he has a bit about that. He's like, well, can you do the ones for us now? And you can do the ones for you, like, in your car? I wish I could remember who that was because I remember when he did that I was like yeah that's the perp- that's, that is what the audience is thinking like no one is like oh cool he's just telling the, his jokes for him up there just amusing himself exactly just the whole
whole amuse bush up there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, when uh, when you when you do when you do Farabell, does does it like harken to like just a simpler, <laughs> simpler time, simpler answers to complicated questions? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, also, and uh, how long have you guys been working on those characters outside of the show? <coughs> Um, sorry. As you take a bite. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Lunch podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, we as a group had a web series on Funny or Die called The Grolics that we did with mm -hmm. the Nix brothers. Yeah. And uh, that's where we basically came up with the characters. We, they were just sort of exaggerated versions of our real personality flaws in many ways. Like Adam is like overly pretentious and sort of like this Lothario and Ben is like very temperamental and swings from being very angry to being very needy and I'm just very naive and gullible which we sort of like extended into just being very stupid uh, I'd like to think I'm not nearly that stupid in real life so um, we basically nailed the characters down in that web series and we were pitching that as a show and people were like, these characters are pretty funny, but the show idea sucks, basically. They're like, give these characters, like, a jobs somewhere. And that's when we were like, oh, they oh. should be teachers. Like, we thought of different jobs, and we're like, oh, these would be great teachers. And then, so the characters were already done when they, like, came into the world cool. of, of those who can't. But to do the Fairbell stuff, I just basically, it's sort of, like, a lot of it is just making my face kind of look like it's, like, a very dumb... Once I have, like, my dumb face on it, the rest comes pretty naturally. The harder thing with Fairbell is, like, would he know this word? Like, sometimes in the script, he'll be, like, he'll have a big word, like, pyrotechnics or something. And then we have to sit there and we're, like, does he actually know that word? Like, would he be able to say... Pyrotechnics or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. He, he, fu he fucks up words a lot. Um, so that's more the challenge is, like, I hope I'm... It's a fine line between making him, whoops, he's too smart, or like, well, now he's so dumb that he, he's like living in another plane of existence. So that's how we, that's how I, uh, but um, that's more of the trick is the consistency of like keeping him in that sweet spot. I mean, my general rule is how we usually treat him is like, what would a dog, if a dog could speak, what would a dog do in this situation? And that's the... That's the rubric for all of his decisions. Is dog? It's all dog-based. Dog psychology. That's a secret. That's a that's a secret behind the scenes. So when you watch it now, you can be like, oh yeah, well this is all, this all tracks. That's right. And that's why Lauren's character will sometimes call me like a dog. He'll like. It seems like I'm like his pet dog. Come on, boy. Yeah. But it's pretty fun. I like the only not fun thing about playing Fairbell is I do a, I have to do a lot of stunts and like <laughs> a lot of them look pretty minor on the show but the, the, the rope I'd have to do that that okay. was a, that was my I have a stunt double who does the really dangerous stuff <laughs> and he is a true hero but even the small stuff like just like a a very small fall um oh the one where you got hit a bunch of times too right was that the same one with the rope um, that was the one I think I got like the most well there was the one where Tammy the uh Receptionist, she smacks me out of the scooter, and I had to like throw the scooter over onto my side. Oh. And there was like a mat on the floor, yeah. but it's still like it doesn't feel good to like just just throw yourself Matt. down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I slammed down on the mat. Um, 
So <laughs> the stunts definitely like grind you down, um, which is the which is a downside. It's fun to see the finished product, but man, when you're just doing that over and over again, because you have to do it so many times, it's not you don't you're not Take just thirty two. Yeah, you're not just tripping down the stairs once. <laughs> They're like, oh, we didn't quite get it. And so you do it again and again, and it just builds up. So Bruises? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Bottle scars. Yeah. I started to get hip to it later on, and I just, I'd have, like, pads under my pants. So I'd be like, if I'm going to have to, like, fall, I'm just going to have, like, these hockey pants under my khakis. And it makes it, it makes a pretty Smart. big difference. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. So Denver, let's talk about Denver and Colorado. Yep, um, that's where I was born and came up and that's where I started doing comedy. Yeah. That's where I met Ben and Adam, we were all, Adam and I are both from Denver. And um, now I go back and forth. Um, but I actually like Los Angeles. When you're raised in Colorado and Denver, you're raised to hate California <laughs> and Los Angeles. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't even know like how that started or why, but people just hate it. Like when I lived in Los Angeles for a while... I would come back to Denver to do stand-up, and they would intro me, they'd be like, from Los Angeles, you know, and they would, like, boo me, the audience, just hearing Los Angeles, which is so insane, like, why, and I would, so right off the bat, I'd be defensive, I'd be like, I'd be like, I was born here, unlike a lot of you, like, I get to live wherever I want, like, shut up, you don't make me so mad, why would you boo someone, just because they live in a, in a city, but I like, what other people don't like about Los Angeles doesn't bother me so much like people complain about traffic it's like there's traffic in every city you ever go to seattle that's the worst traffic i've ever driven in no one says oh seattle traffic like because they've got the clouds yeah and it's like no which which roads to drive on when like you're probably not you're probably yeah. taking the wrong highway Did at the wrong time google? yeah Did you check google no. you're like oh i did a yahoo search i should have i should have done google yeah <laughs> But I like Los Angeles, and I like Denver. There's, they're both, both have very different things I like about them. I, I like stand-up in Denver, I mean, because in a lot of ways it's just easier for me. Like, I can drop in at my home club way easier. <laughs> yeah. In L.A., you have to wait a while on a waiting list to be booked, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense. I mean, there's a, lot a zillion more comedians, and yeah. there's a zillion better <laughs> comedians. Um so there is something kind of nice about feeling a little more at home stand-up-wise in Denver, but... Mm-hmm. It's like a homecoming when you go back now. Yeah? A little bit? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Parade. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Confetti. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The mayor. Yep, mayor comes out. It's funny you say that because Adam actually gets beers with the mayor. Adam is like friends with the... No, the governor, not the mayor. Of friends with the, the governor. The whole governor of Colorado? Yeah, and they go get, like, beers together. How funny. Uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so if I'm, I would not have friends, ma- I'm not friends with the governor. <laughs> if I would have made that joke to him, he would have been like, actually. Yeah, just take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, it's still going. Oh. I just checked. <laughs> cool. Quality control. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um... So, weed was made legal in Colorado, mm-hmm. and that's interesting. <laughs> I don't really... No. I don't really smoke weed anymore, or use it, so... It doesn't really... It didn't impact me too you. much, yeah. but... 
It's For a, a while I did. Once it became legal, I was like, I may as well go and get some <laughs> just for the experience. And it was, it really was like, like when I was, one sec. Mm. No problem. Apologies for smacking in your <laughs> ears. Um, Sorry, we, uh, there was pizza being eaten at one point on one of the episodes. I'm the, okay, yeah. so I don't feel as bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, when I was growing up, like, you bought weed, like, behind the mall in a little baggie, <laughs> and it was, like, the shittiest dried-out weed, and you just had to take what you could get. Yeah. And so now, to, to go into, like, a place, and everything is in these, like, fancy jars, <laughs> and they have, like, tongs, and, like... <laughs> the shit that you're buying is right off the cover of like a high times like when you're a kid like it's like I've, I didn't even know this is what pot actually looked like yeah. I've only seen like I thought it was all fake yeah the dried out shake garbage <laughs> shit so you see it and you're just like and then they're like the guys who work at the uh, guys and women who work at the dispensaries it's funny they'll be like well what are you looking for and they'll be like well what are you what are you gonna do with it and so you'll be like I don't know, Sneaker. like watch a movie and like no, they want to know what activities, oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they'll pair it up like they're like wine sommeliers. It's yeah. hilarious. They'll like, or if you're like, I'm just looking for something to help me sleep. They're like, I have just the thing, and they'll like, they'll take down the jar and they'll let you like sniff it. It's it's really funny. It's awesome. Um, so I did. I bought a little bit just just for that. Was it too say. too strong? Is that what? Happened? Oh yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy strong. I just don't really, yeah, I just sort of like, <laughs> something changed and I, I don't, I don't, like, when I used to get stoned, I wasn't really that paranoid, I just, it was more classic, like, Chill music, music sounds and amazing and food is extra good, like, which is yeah. what most people like uh, about it, and then it changed, so now I, I just feel more of the paranoia side of it, where like, something is not right here, mm-hmm. and that's just unpleasant, so, yeah. now I just stick to booze, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't discover it till I was thirty. So I'm wow. and I'm thirty two now. Up. So Gotta I'm yeah. <laughs> four twenty just happened and I celebrated. That was that was pretty fun. In Denver it's like four twenty every day. You can like people are just <laughs> But you just get used to it. It doesn't seem weird to me anymore, like Because it's in the streets people, now, right? Yeah. I mean you're not supposed to smoke it outside, but people do and it just doesn't really it doesn't it's like cigarettes or something. Like you just don't even think about it. Yeah. Um and then you got to, like, I'll travel to, like, Iowa or something, and then it's, like, everyone's all, like, hey, you know where I can get some weed? You know, like, like whispering. It's just very weird. It's, like, oh, are you serious? Like, it's very You mean weird. that stuff I got at the store the other exactly, day? Exactly, yeah. Well, it's a problem. People in Colorado, they forget that How? it's a big deal. Like, Ben once, whoops, sorry. No problem. Ben once, he got on a plane, and he was sitting in a seat, and he's, like, what is this in my jacket? And he, like, took it out, and it was just, like, this giant sack of weed that he just strolled right through airport security with. He's just sitting on a plane with like a felonious amount of weed. And and so he's like, holy shit, like because you don't even think about it. It's like yeah. it does not it's not a, a, a taboo item anymore. Cause if yeah. It makes you wish that I was like way more into it because it make, it does make me wish that I like that I could do it again or yeah, try it again. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I would do it all the time. <laughs> well, one one's supposed to make you more like in your head, and one's supposed to be more body high, right? Exactly. And Indica, that's what they'll tell you. And yeah, sativa. Sativa. And so that when you buy it, yeah, they kind of walk you through. 
all that and like, what you plan to do with it and like <laughs> if you ever go to Denver man you should go and <laughs> and go check it out because I mean it's so it's just so funny yeah and there's just like so many types and they'll tell you like you know how strong it is like with the you know the potency of it and all that and that some of the stuff they have now, now they have um there's like wax and shatter. Do you know what that is? Do you know yeah, what that kind of stuff is? That's it's like weed crack. That's another, yeah, that's another level yeah. where where it's like, okay, my tolerance is like kind of high right now. Yeah. I don't need it to like it's, jump to another echelon where... It's insane. <laughs> and I watch, you see people doing that and comics come visit. This is like a routine problem in Denver. Comics come visit and they, you know, they might smoke pot wherever they're from normally a little bit and they come to Denver and they're like, yeah, now I'm really going to go for it. And they just get annihilated <laughs> to the point where they can't perform and they're just like, it like ruins them. It's like a running joke now where at the High Plains Comedy Festival that Adam puts on, the headliner can't, they can't handle the weed. Like, they either, like the first year the headliner only did like 15 minutes because he was too high. The next year, the headliner was like, I have to go up first. Like, I can't wait to headline. So, like, the big centerpiece attraction ended up going first and doing, like, ten minutes. So, it's insane. One sec. I'm going to be right back. i got to yeah, check my stove. No problem. Make sure it's burning. <laughs> New stove. New stove with the, um, the, part, the part where you clean it. Problem. Just pouring myself some water. Yeah. Uh, the Pringles? chemicals are burning off. What's that? Pringles lid? No, it came with the thing. Oh. I know, it looks like a Pringles lid. <laughs> yeah. It came with the thing. It was like very inventive. I, uh, yeah. all right. Kudos. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos to the oh, store man. for thinking of that lid. Pretty clever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give them a shout out. Give, give that Target? Give that, no, yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah. I think Target's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're getting the money. Only if you're getting the money for the ad, nope, ad nope. revenue. Nope. Nope. Hear that, Target? Nope. <laughs> Send it over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That is one cool thing with Denver, like, since we were just talking about Denver and yeah. then the weed. There's, like, there's this uh, dispensary called Denver Relief, and the dude, because he's a genius, also runs a pizza chain. He runs a pizza chain and a dispensary, <laughs> which, surprisingly, it's like, why doesn't everybody Brilliant. Do yeah. yeah. It's like, he's... <laughs> Supplying his own demand. But he's gotten into comedy. He does this like sex pot comedy stuff. And uh Sex Pot comedy, I think I've That's what it's one. called. Yeah, they, they 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 do shows all over now, but it's really cool because he's he's managed to like sort of funnel some resources into the local stand up scene where so that you know, you can do a podcast or a live show and like you can get a little money for it, you know, that always makes it more worthwhile, mm -hmm. but also like, it's spreading the word. exposure and it, yeah. 
and it just opens opportunities. So it's cool that like that that is sort of bridged. Um, that because I mean, legal weed is cool, obviously, but it's even cooler if it can like lift. You know, yeah, if, something if it sort else of, like, lifts other other stuff too. So yeah, and they they have so many shows now on their on their you know in their lineup. Um, Sex pot. Yeah. Cool. Sex pot. That's a free plug. <laughs> Sexpot sex comedy. Sexpot comedy. Sexpot comedy, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Head them up. They'll sponsor your podcast. I promise. <laughs> um, okay. A little unorthodox. Can I talk to Fairbell for a minute? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We could try it. Like, what? Uh, who's your favorite um, student? No. Who's. Uh, what's. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, the questions that also that he would respond to. Yeah, I think he'd be too nervous. Because, yeah, if it was um, like, who's your favorite student? He'd be like, they're uh, all little, my favorite. Uh, every, no, it'd be little, little Debbie would probably be. I try not to play favorites, except for little Debbie, who's clearly my favorite. It would be like that, that kind of thing. Have you ever gotten lost in the school? Nope, I call it exploring. <laughs> that is one thing about Fairbill. He always has a pretty positive, positive outlook. Kind of yeah, <laughs> there's really never usually a, a downside to things. Oh, the tape, the Fairball tape. Oh, I posted. I don't know if you saw this. Somebody sent me like a real life Fairbell tape, and I posted it on Twitter. I saw it was that. amazing. Yeah, I watched it. And now I'm always looking for real life Fairbell tape moments, like the cans like, crushing and yeah, stuff. And I'll be like stirring like a pot of like cheese or something, like cheese sauce, and I'll be like, "This is like a Fairbell tape thing." It's like these very satisfying things that are not—they're not sexual, but they definitely scratch yeah. an itch. It's funny, that episode, probably more than any others, people, like, chimed in on, and, I don't know. That wasn't one of my favorite episodes, but but I think from the for the audience, it seems to be one of the most most popular ones. And then I think you had a line that was, um, I, I've already tried kissing the lady type. I don't, I don't like it. Oh, yeah, like when they're all... When they're grabbing you at the end. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't, we weren't sure how to, like, pay, pay that off. <laughs> Because we were like, should Fairbell be gay or should he just, like, not have it? It was like, there was a lot of debate. And we sort of just decided to leave it. Leave Leave it it sort of unresolved. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, like, nailing anything down. But... (laughs) We liked him being straight until he accidentally hooked up with the dude. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is... Like, he's so dumb that he never even thought to, like, consider it. Like, some people are in the closet because they don't want to acknowledge it. And he's just like so dumb that he didn't even realize that like his brain never even <laughs> thought of that. that it Instead was an we just have sort of left it left it more open. <laughs> Which people like there are like asexual people. I've never like met one personally, but I mm. have received on like social media and some people are like, Oh it's cool that you see like an asexual character and you're like, Oh, I forgot that there's actual like real life people who <laughs> identify that because it just seems yeah. that to me seems I guess it's just like having no personal experience yeah. with someone who's like it. Um, so it's it, it's interesting that people are like, "Oh, it's cool to see an asexual character on TV." And you're like, oh, "I didn't. It wasn't even. We didn't have that. Our show never has like lofty, specific goals like that. So when stuff like that happens accidentally, you're like, "Oh, cool! Like 
we were just it's always just jokes <laughs> in general and then it's interesting to see what people get out of it how early did you guys come up with Ugg? <laughs> no, we came up with that during the finale well we knew we always oh. knew that he went to a, a school we were like <laughs> a different he's school not, a he's different not school mentally, would... he's not mentally handicapped but he is really dumb so we're like well how like how would he grow up to be this like out of it and so we were like his, Mr. he has Prom an overprotective King. mom who <laughs> lied to get him into a school for yeah mentally disadvantaged kids so that he would like that that's how he that's how he grew up so that's he has this false confidence because he's always felt like I'm the best but we tried to like temper that with like that he that's also why he's like more compassionate a little bit like more understanding than like the other asshole characters yeah. who are just generally mean yeah like Farewell he's not like the best dude but compared to the other two I think he's like he's a great dude the sweeter one yeah. like you're like you know the other guys are just mean just to be mean basically oh your couch is tickling me too oh yeah yeah <laughs> That, like, my daughter had lice like three times at her school, so that one was personal. <laughs> that one was personal for us. We're like, yeah, we have to do a lice. Oh man, lice episode came from real life. Yeah, it was horrible. So there's a lot of um, great shows out right now on TV, Netflix, and everything. What uh, what are some stuff that you watch? I mean. Did you check out Daredevil season two? Mm-hmm. I binged it. Oh man, I cried at the finale. I don't watch. I was so happy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't watch that many shows. I did watch as a big comic book nerd. I did binge watch Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And growing up as a huge Punisher fan, I loved. Yeah. This season, I was like, the Punisher is way more interesting than Daredevil this season. Like, yeah. The Daredevil stuff just started to get boring because the. Because all of the non-killing and, like, the... <laughs> the problem I had with this season, and hopefully we can talk about spoilers on your show, but the problem I had with this season is it was, it was like, this... It was, like, the season arc was a sort of debate between Daredevil and Punisher over their methods. Like, yeah. killing is always wrong, I think. But throughout the season, Daredevil benefits from his friends killing people. Yeah. Like, at the end, the Punisher's shooting ninjas in the head, and Daredevil's, like, running around, like, fighting... It's like, the message is so muddy. Also, the violence is so spectacularly over the top with the Punisher. That's what people want to see. Like, when you're watching Daredevil, like, bonk people on the back of the head and knock them unconscious, it just doesn't... It just pales... It pales in comparison to the Punisher Punisher stuff, which is like... You're like, I'd rather be watching a series about the Punisher, because he's... And that dude nailed it. I forget the actor's name. Jim... uh, but he just did such Jim The Punisher Buffett. has routinely been. It's just been flopped in movies. The Punisher movies generally yeah. suck. It's just a character who I don't think anyone has really pulled off. But this one. So I had my hesitations Ooh. about this. But then I was like, it's so good. Like, he really, like. <laughs> he's, he's super grizzled. He doesn't like give a, a fuck. Yeah, he's like a lunatic. But he's also, like, when he's talking. When he's, like. Actually, like, when he. I think they're in the graveyard or whatever, and he's talking about his family. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really sad and, like. He's like really nailed it. You're like, I feel, I feel bad for that. I can understand yeah. where this guy's coming from. And then the wheels sort of fell off toward the end where you're like, like his old CO was like actually the drug dealer guy. And it was like, 
And he was Remember? sending them after them, or that no. guy who? Oh yeah, I didn't really. Understand. It just kind of got sloppy Stand. there at the end. But <laughs> in general, I liked I liked the season. I liked the show and everything. I'm <laughs> amazed at that show. Same with Jessica Jones. If they don't put any sort of warning at the beginning, they're not like this is for adults. <laughs> it just like starts like. And Daredevil is in general for adults. Well, the comic, I think like you would buy a, for a kid, oh, yeah. like the Marvel comic yeah. at the. At the store, I've I feel like it's generally it might be boring for a kid, but it's not like you don't see somebody get shot in the face with a shotgun like in this season. But you're just like, holy shit, this is so so over the top. But yeah, I watched Daredevil. I like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, that one's awesome. Um, Still going? Hold on. Uh, yeah, oh, I see him yeah. moving. Okay, cool. <clears throat> I uh, the only other show that I. W- finished watching I like The Expanse did you watch that on sci-fi no I haven't it's a really great Good? sci-fi show yeah I loved it it was great there was Expanse and then Extant came out at the same time I think but, I didn't see Extant um, somebody recommended Expanse and I was I kind of slept on it Aliens right space yeah it's like a space sci-fi uh, I'm in kind of thing but I, I sort of hesitated because it was on the sci-fi network and I was like mm-hmm. yeah right I'm sure it's really good <laughs> but it actually it actually is uh, it actually is is great I can't uh, I can't wait for the next next season that, that's funny you say that about sci-fi because that's what I thought about um, that show Being Human when it came out did you remember that one it was the first one but I remember it was, it was like a werewolf and the ghost it was like and monsters. the vampire yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I heard it was really good yeah and I was like alright we'll see and they did CGI for the werewolf, and I was scared because yeah, that's hard to pull out. <laughs> it was a BBC show, right? But it looked great. Uh, BBC. Oh. oh yeah, it was BBC, and then um, America picked it up. Huh. We were like, we'll take it from here. BBC. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's ours now. I met um, the girl who played the ghost in the BBC version. And I didn't know her from that. I knew her from that show A to Z that came out. It was some mm. sitcom that didn't that. last, and it was really funny. But then I was like, I, I met her in Meltdown, and I was like, oh, you're great in A to Z. And then I had had all this being human knowledge from the American yeah. show, but it's a good thing I didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? There's so much... There's so much awesome. There's so much great things here. Um, <laughs> what? Mm, yeah. This has been really cool. Wait, let me see how long we've been going. Only 37 minutes? Whoa. Get out of town. Um. What about movies? Hmm? Any... I do watch a lot of movies. Those the, are, I like movies. Force Awakens? On TV. Oh, yeah. I saw like... Literally like eight times. I, <laughs> I saw like four times in the theater and then I bought it when it came out and watched four it more four more times. Yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was... I'm a huge Star Wars nerd and I thought it was really good. I mean, obviously there are parts where you're like... You can wish that it, you know... Yeah. When you're like, oh, it felt like a reboot. It's like, well... That's probably for the best. I mean, the original is so old at this point, it's probably time to re- reboot it up and, and sort of, like, reintroduce people to it, especially after the shitty prequel. And you sort of have to, like, win everybody back and be like, yeah. okay, well, this is... This is Star Wars. Yeah, instead of Remember? trying to 
trying to. Yeah, it was it was a tall order. I thought they did a great job. One through three were so dark cool. times. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, Rogue One looks really cool. Oh, it looks so cool. When I first heard it's about exciting. that, when the announcement for that movie came out, I I got butterflies because I was like, we get to see how they stole the plans for the Death Star. I know it's such an offhand comment in the movie, and now we get to see like the whole background of it. It's yeah. very it's very cool. Young Han Solo movie. Yep. There's going to be the Boba Fett movie, probably. Let's say probably. Isn't there a TV show in the works about Rogue Squadron, like the X-Wings? Did Live action? That up? I thought it was supposed to be a show that was in the works. Oh, I think... Rogue Squadron, and it's about like That sounds X-Wings. familiar. That'll but be that'll I feel like be I awesome. heard about that forever ago. So, Disney owns all media now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least they're doing a good job. At it. I, yeah, they are. Everybody they really was mad are. at first, and then it's like, well, as long as the Marvel movies continue to be awesome, <laughs> and the Star Wars shit is still cool... Like, you can't really complain, yeah. you know? You're like, I mean... They're giving us great stuff. They could they could just be ruining it. Like, you look at the DC shit, and you're like, well, it could be a lot worse. It could be, it could be way, way worse. I mean, who owns DC? They're still owned by themselves, right? Or am I ma- making that up? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Do you see Batman vs. Superman? No. Did you? Yeah, I saw it, like, the night it came out, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'll see any that comic good, book huh? movie except Green Lantern. Green Lantern is the only comic book movie I've ever seen because I think that the core character is so dumb. I had no interest in seeing it represented. And I was like, I just don't like. This Did you idea. see Deadpool? Yeah, I like that. It was cool. It was so awesome. I couldn't believe how much I loved. Like, because I went in going expecting to be like, this will be pretty cool, dope. Mm-hmm. I don't know that much about Deadpool. Marvel movie, let's go. Mm-hmm. And then after it, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I grew up reading Deadpool comics, so for me, I knew the character pretty well. It was old hat. You were like, yep, And yep. so I really, I really enjoyed it. The only thing I wish that had happened, this is kind of a, nobody cares about the spoiler, but <laughs> in the comics, his girlfriend is uh at least for a while is typhoid typhoid mary who's like a bad he's like she's like a villain um so he has this very like he's sort of being manipulated by her and i had hoped that at the end of the movie that woman was going to turn into typhoid mary but they didn't do that Mm. i thought that at the end she was going to come out of that tank or whatever and be like all fucked up fucked up and half normal which would have been cool but maybe whatever maybe they're saving that for the sequel maybe (laughs) Maybe. Debtor pool. Like, all of his, like, chattiness. I was like, that's just like the comic. People are like, oh, he was just like, he just wouldn't shut up. And I'm like, well, you've clearly never read the comic. comic. (laughs) All of this is, all of this is true to the He's the the merc with the mouth. Like, he's always And Ryan Reynolds is so likable. A lot of actors probably would get annoying, but it's like, you just, he's sort of, like, innately likable. Yeah. And he's, like, seems genuinely funny. So, I mean, it. I think that helped quite a bit. It, it was. It could have been a lot, a lot shittier. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> the opening credit scene where it's like an angsty teen. Oh yeah, the, the comedy <laughs> thing. I knew it was gonna be good right from that. <laughs> and the writers is like the actual heroes here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do they do those shots where it's all frozen? It's like frozen in time, and then it the camera through, like yeah. goes. Yeah. Do you? Well, the guy who directed it is like a. <clears throat> former like effects dude so I mean I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just it's all, all practical CGI, or it's all practical I mean 
Because you can't, yeah, you can't move a camera through. I mean, it has to be. It has to be. Uh, they got one of those flying dollies. CGI, yeah. Well, they've got um, um, those uh, RC cams now you can do, like the um, drone cams. Yeah, I think when it's moving that slow, you can get away with... We'll see what happened. CGI, so, I think. so here's what happened. They were shooting the scene, and then they were like, "Slow it down." Go pros on people. Yeah. <laughs> and then rolled the truck. Yeah. Did you see Hardcore Henry? Yeah. That, that movie that was... made me motion sick, but that was an, a good that example was... of like real life stunts where yeah. you're like, "Jesus, that this was is crazy." GoPro the whole time, and um, the whole time I was thinking this would be amazing in VR if that was a possibility. Oh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't even, I was like, I'm going to have to leave and go wait in the lobby for a while because I'm, I don't even normally get motion sick. And I was like, I can't handle this. In season two of Those Who Can't, this is like a sneak Ooh. scoop for, uh, for you, but we have a whole episode that'll be GoPro uh, cameras oh. Oh. Uh, as well. So cool. So was, uh, after watching Harder Henry, I was like, all right, we got to like, we can't shake this shit too much. We have to like keep it steady. But yeah. There'll be an episode that's totally... From totally GoPros. first person. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, so it'll we'll be fun. so we'll be like we'll be on your head and then we'll see like mm -hmm. one yeah, it'll be like Farebell through the eyes of Farebell. <laughs> but it will, they'll be wearing the GoPros. It's not like you're just magically in the body. It'll be like just that camera. Oh wait wait. So we won't be like in. Yeah yeah. You won't be like. <laughs> oh we're not selling it that way. Like you know some in some movies it's like you're just seeing out of the character's eyes. Then this one they're oh, all wearing the, those cameras. Yeah now. yeah. <laughs> it's not being John Malkovich. Like Hardcore Henry, you're in through his eyes. He's not wearing a camera. Oh, how about that effect at the beginning, right? With the because the eyes were all fucked up. Oh yeah, zzz, and then and it comes in. Oh yeah. man. Whew. And then at the end, so that violent. whole spoiler. I think, I think that is <laughs> the most violent movie I've ever seen. I honestly can't think of. Can you think of a more violent movie? I don't know because the, like the the deaths and the murders were so. Um, Inventive and there's a shitload of them, and they're also blood. yeah, and they're also like it runs the whole spectrum of ways to kill people. Once he throws that dude in the fan, you're like, well, check that off the list. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Oh, so what do you think about the whole uh, VR AR stuff? Um, I don't. <coughs> have you tried any out? No, because when I was a for fear of I'm a little sickness. older than you. I don't know if you remember this, but when I was younger, like a teenager, VR was like a thing. Like, dish, like, like the movie The Lawnmower Man and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I remember. Lawnmower I remember Man. I would go to the arcade and they had VR at the arcade, and you'd like wear this this yeah. helmet thing, and you'd like jump around, and a pterodactyl would try to get you, and you'd be <laughs> like, and it was like very disorienting, and like. Was it all vector graphics? Like yeah, it was like the shittiest yeah. of the shitty graphics. Um, like Lawnmower Man. Sort of, actually, no, Lawnmower Man was even better than this. But so I have that memory of it. So now when everyone's all high on Oculus Rift and that shit, I'm like, I just remember that, and I'm like, what's wrong with just playing it on a TV? Like it just doesn't. For me, it just it's gonna make the games harder. It's not easy to play a game in VR. I don't think like it's because yeah. you have to be moving your head. It's, it's the whole thing of like when you used to play video games and then when you used to see your dad play video games and then he's like moving the controller it's like now you have to do that with but head, with your yeah. head <laughs> I also think and I mean I don't want to like the movie Lawnmower Man obviously 
exaggerating this, but I do think it fucks with your psychology. Like, I don't know about you, but when I walked out of Hardcore Henry for a good hour afterward, I was kind of disoriented by my own perspective. Like, I went in the bathroom and I was, like, looking at my hands because, it, because it's the same perspective that you just You're saw. Like, wait, you shouldn't like, there be a weapon in these you hands? You were, like, in another body. And I feel like spending time in a first-person video game with a VR headset on... I feel It'll like probably would, would mess me up oh. if I did. I play video games for hours on end. I spent seven hours in a first-person <laughs> world with a headset on. I mean, I'm not playing for seven hours straight, but you know what I mean. Like, Six. But if I'm playing like all the time in that world. I think it would fuck up my day-to-day mental state. Because you'd mean, be like, I want to get back in there. Well, yeah, that and yeah, it would just be like, what's you know, like real and not real? Because graphics are so good. Nowadays, they're they're. I mean, they're, they're getting definitely so right good. up against photorealistic. In some cases, they are like that. But so, like, if if like we look out here on my back porch, and you know, there's trees and and everything looks good. If we could, if you could put on that <laughs> Oculus Rift and it could look the same, it would like yeah. it could really fuck with your world. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. I'm like. If somebody else had it at their house, I would try it on just for the sake of goofing around with it, but I don't think I would buy it. I have no problem playing games as they are. They're, like, satisfying. I've never been like, man, if only I was, like, in this, you know. I don't know. <laughs> what, if, what if, though, what if the VR transferred to you could be feel like you're on a speeder bike? See, that would just be... I have the Dude. Star Wars Battlefront, and it's already so fast. The speeder bike is almost impossible. To put it, it's like any car would you, racing. Would you game. get it on? Would you? Uh, PS4. Okay. Um, Aldrin's got the Xbox one. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. it looks amazing. That's so cool. Um, but you go into like any racing game you play. Once you're in first person mode, it's so hard because yeah. the speed is like crazy. So like you and you're already like in the cockpit. Camera behind the car. <laughs> so if you, first person, if you're on a speeder bike. It's like like when you watch Return of the Jedi, you're like, oh Jesus, like I don't. It would be fun in the sense of like, like this is this is insane. You're like, you, I get nervous enough when I'm watching the movie from the '70s. Exactly. <laughs> Have you been to uh, Star Tours at Disneyland? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, this is a fun ride, but like, <laughs> I wouldn't sit at home and do this for four hours. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Oh, I'm trying so- to think of a game that I would want to play <clears throat> in VR. I mean, I guess it'd be a first-person shooter only because. The big problem with first-person shooters is you have no peripheral vision, so mm-hmm. like you're always like, I can't actually see what's going on around me. But it'll be dope to be like, oh, be no cool one over there. Yeah. No. One, okay. All right. <laughs> so there's the, there's also the two of them. There's the Vive that has the there's these two controllers handheld, so you can interact with your environment around you with the yeah. Yeah, there's a drawing program where, so the, the controller goes up, so it's like a wand kind of, and you can make anything in like 3D drawings. So bizarre. Yeah. Oh man, it looks amazing. That would be cool. Like to play with like a design program in 3D and be able to walk around it. That's yeah. like some Tony Stark <laughs> shit. That yeah, would be cool. you could like make Jarvis. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be cool, yeah. The other I've w- always wanted to be our headset first person shooter with a light gun. So we're like you you're you're holding the gun that you see yeah. in the game they make and everything would be they that make would be em. amazing. <laughs> but again, like I spent hours doing that, I'm gonna turn into like a real life lunatic 
murderer. There's no way that that's cool. There's no way that yeah. that, that, that you... It's funny because, yeah, they do make the VR guns, and they also make these pads that go on the ground. Yeah, one of them's like a them? pad that's like a slippy, like slippery, so you, whatever direction you're walking in, it'll walk you that way in the game. But then you're like running and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Just running in place. Yeah. I got I a good my, workout. I have a stationary bike and I, and I will ride it while I play games. Yeah. So I have to do that. But what's funny is if I change speeds in the game, like I make my character run or like something is... I'll unconsciously I'll ride my bike faster. It's hilarious. I laugh every time. I'm like, I can't even like control my body. It's like you catch yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh me. Yep. This looks ridiculous. Look what you did, me. I'm getting the hang of it though. Like for a while, it was actually hard to be moving the lower half of your body in a game like it's weird to like move and stop like I was playing The Division where you oh yeah some guy who runs around yep. and, and uh it was hard Take at first cover. to to yeah cause I'd be like <laughs> in my brain I'm like I'm like running but in the game you'd be like stopping it was just when you stopped on there would you also stop on the bike try, yeah, like, <laughs> it was, it's a weird neural that game's handshake. tense that game is tense. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I haven't played it in a while, but it's pretty fun. There's one called Quantum Break, and it only was for like Xbox, Xbox and yeah, PC. Yeah. Yeah. It just came out, right? Have you seen it at all? It looks good. It's so cool. So, I like games where you can stop and fuck with time. I, that's always fun. It's so remember cool. Remember Max Payne? Uh, I never played it, but I remember when it came out. That was one of the you, first Slow games. time was that Yeah, was you had bullet time, and it was so <laughs> fun. Like... It was just so satisfying. To, you just like slow time and like dive into a room like in a John Woo movie and like it was just fun like that. See the bullets whiz by. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a cool game mechanic. Um. Oh yeah. So the VR. Oh, I wanted to say that the whole Oculus thing because the, yeah, there's the vibe with the wands and everything, and then there's Oculus, which we all know now. And Facebook bought it. And there's like Minecraft in Oculus Rift. Oh wow! Which that would mine- be insane. <laughs> yeah, Minecraft is pretty fun, like yeah. on its own. But throwing yourself into that cube world. God, it was so weird. <laughs> Again, I would feel so disoriented, like just like digging a pit or something, and being like looking around, like where am I? Like, <laughs> or if you fall. Uh, yeah, that would be. But and on the other hand. It would be cool if you could do stuff like with your hands, like if you could just like build something oh. by like stacking shit instead of using a controller. Yeah, it's like pick a block and you're like, oh, okay, I'll just uh, grab this one from over here. This is really good for audio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're doing a whole mime out I of, just, yeah, I of mimed. Minecraft. <laughs> Mimecraft. Yeah, Mimecraft. The, the, live, the live show on Broadway. <laughs> Doug's, Doug's with Minecraft down at the... Uh, Kind of the we, perf- house. we perform yeah. three times a week. <laughs> we build something up. Zombies come out. We kill the zombies with the foam swords. Minecraft makes me tense. Like the, when the sun goes down, I feel even though the graphics are shit, and I played so much scarier games. Yeah. Something that I, you hear the sound of the monsters coming out. I'm like, it makes you. I don't know. There's something that's like extra tense about it. Yeah. That so I you're haven't. Like, oh, it's getting real right now. I will die yeah. if I stay out here. Something about worrying that your house is too shitty or something. Like, at least in, like, like in The Last of Us or something, it's like, well, this is scary, but I have, like, a shotgun, so I'll just hide here and, like, yeah, I might get attacked, but I have all these cool guns. But in Minecraft, it's like, well, I have, like, a pickaxe, and 
Because <laughs> I didn't have enough metal to craft a sword. <laughs> now they've got a sword and shield, so you can block. Yeah. If you, and you can uh, get cool swords now, like fancy ones. I think. I don't know. There's probably. You really got in. I mean, I don't know. I haven't played in a little, little bit. Little kids love it. Like, <laughs> the kids in my daughter's school, holy shit. Yeah. Minecraft is, like, the only thing they care about. It's a good um, critical thinking game. Yeah, and it's cool, like, for the building. I mean, it's basically, like, the biggest Lego set kind of <laughs> yeah. kind of thing, which is, which is pretty cool. It's definitely cooler than a lot of dumb little kid shit. So. <laughs> There's a lot of dumb stuff out there. Stupid. Stupid kid. Stupid take, kid stuff. Take that, Dora the Explorer. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, what are some other games that you play? So you said you play quite a bit sometimes. Sorry. It's all right. We're waiting Last for the... Bite. No, I'll yeah. be done. Oh. Cool. Oh. Um, I'll take it. Um... <laughs> I just got a note from God. No big deal. In the form of a leaf. Mm -hmm. It's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Lately I've been playing... I was playing The Division. Mm -hmm. I play a baseball game, MLB The Show, which I really like, even though I'm terrible at it. <laughs> and then I, I got this rally racing game called Dirt Rally that just came out, and that's probably the game I've been playing the most. It's like... It's like Gran, you remember Gran Turismo? Uh, PlayStation? Yeah. yeah. It's basically like that level of like hardcore involvement like it's so unforgiving <laughs> like a for like the smallest mistake can can just horribly fuck you over in the game it's like the dark souls of racing oh it's all technique and it's all like there's just like a lot more strategy than the average racing game mm -hmm. um but it's really fun i'd probably play that because it's so deep like there's so much to do stuff, in the game or it's a secret passageway there's and... a bunch of no there's no like there's nothing that's even... It's very realistic. There's no... Mm. There's none of that cool, like, shortcut shit. It's basically, like, real-life style. Where if that were in VR, you'd be like, oh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, muddy... It's, like, muddy uh, mountain roads, that kind of thing. And you don't race against other cars. You race against time. You have to, like, qualify. So it's just... It's all huh. technique. There's no... There's no other cars or anything. I mean, the computer races the other cars, but you don't see them. Yeah. Like, at the end of the race, it shows you wh where everyone did time-wise. Yeah. Um, so are you... Can you race with other people, and they're racing on their own track? And mm -hmm. then you... Like, yeah, you can play with friends online. Okay. And there's a rallycross mode where you play with... That, that does have other cars. It's four cars at once. And that's more like... It still doesn't feel like an arcade in terms of controls, but there's, like, jump. It's, like, a more simple... Yeah. It's almost like a Mario Kart, not Mario Kart, because those tracks are insane. But it's like a very small track Excite with bike. jumps and yeah, sloppy <laughs> conditions and stuff. Um, but man, it's really fun. Like, I've always kind of enjoyed racing games, and I always loved Gran Turismo. That was one of my favorite, mm -hmm. even though it's so hard. And but at the end of Gran Turismo, you're like, I actually, not being a general, generally knowledgeable knowledge about, about cars I know a lot more about cars of those it's like it's, edu it's like educational you know like we were talking about if your car's rear wheel drive or not you play Gran Turismo and you have to do the rear wheel drive on the wet track driver's license test and you're like oh now I see why this is a big deal this is impossible it's so hard so I like games like like that where you're like oh I kind of like now I understand what that does in a car because yeah. I'm not 
but like spark plugs and everything and driving, and then, but yeah to have a game that like it teaches you a little bit about little cars bit. yeah and just like <laughs> what cars will do in certain situations like yeah if you slam on the brakes trying to swing around like a u-turn yeah you You'll might probably slide crash. sideways into the into the railing or whatever so it's very hardcore did you ever play um, Surgeon Simulator or hear about that one? What is it? Surgeon Simulator? No. It's from That'd the... be an amazing <laughs> VR game, right? <laughs> yeah. Then, then they have it for VR. But um, it's uh, it's ba- it's from the guys who make like Team Fortress and um, and all those Valve games. And basically, if if you do have the VR for the for the two wands, then there will be two hands out there. Wow. But if not, then it's just the one hand. And the way the hands are is like they swing around. Nah. <laughs> Oh my god! And then you have to like go down to a table and like pick up a tool, and then like go over to their body and like oh start slicing into it. That would be see. That's the kind of thing. It would be fun. Very cartoony. Fun to do, yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, there's this book I read, Ready Player One. You heard of that one? Oh, I have it. I haven't started it yet. Oh, they're making a movie. Yeah, it's. Yeah, they're starting it soon. So fun. Yeah, it's so I heard cool. It's amazing. Yeah, it's and on that, my list of books to stop playing video games and read. <laughs> <laughs> once you once you start that book, you'll go, oh okay, I'm gonna only read this book until I've finished it. Yeah, and he wrote another book called Armada, and there's a contest going on right now, and I think I might be winning, and the grand prize is an Oculus Rift. Whoa. Yeah. What's the contest? <laughs> it's uh, it's this game that they talked about briefly in this second book so oh. it was oh man nice yeah I gotta get on that because the movie's coming out soon and I always like reading a book before a movie yeah because I feel like I don't know if you read the book after you're constantly like it just changes like when a character is introduced you're like oh I know exactly who that is mm-hmm. I know what they look like because I saw them in the movie whereas <laughs> it's more fun to have your ideas of the character and then yep. see who they who yeah. they put in there Especially when they describe the person in the book, and then you're like, okay, I think I got an idea of what they look like. And, and yeah, then they cast a totally different, <laughs> different person. <laughs> but yeah, they're starting that really soon. Oh man. Should be out. Steven Spielberg's doing it, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be so cool. It was bought as a movie before the book was released. Like, that's how. <laughs> that's how good of it. Yeah, that's how it is. Steven Spielberg was like, what is this whole thing? Comic-Con? Any of those cons or anything? I never have. I've always... Even when I've wanted to, it's fallen through. It's It's been hard, like, schedule-wise. But Denver has a Comic-Con now, and I've wanted to go to that, and it just it just has never worked out. Um, you were always too high. Too high, yeah. Too <laughs> too wasted. Um, so, no, I've, I've never really gone, but I would, I would love to. I'd love to go to any of them, even if it wasn't the big one in San Diego, yeah. like... WonderCon just happened. That was fun. Yeah, the pictures always look great. I love... I did go to a... A long time ago, I went to, like, a science fiction convention. It wasn't necessarily comics. It was mm-hmm. more just, like, all things sci-fi. Yep. And it was... It was amazing. Like, it was so entertaining. Just the costumes. Yeah, and dude. What was... <laughs> the funniest part was... There was a dude dressed like Han Solo who looked reasonably like Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Like, he was... I mean, he didn't... Like, his face didn't necessarily look like Han Solo. But in general, he looked like Han Solo. And he had, like... The costume, and then there was another guy there, also dressed like Han Solo, who was probably a hundred pounds overweight mm-hmm. than Han Solo, and mm-hmm. had like a long ponytail, 
and he was like hanging out with the other Han Solo like yeah we're the two Han Solos here and I was like this is the most awkward thing I've ever seen because one of you looks nothing like Han Solo other than the fact that you have the costume and the other dude looks almost just like Han Solo and it was just you could tell that the dude who looked like Han Solo was like oh man this is like brutal because his just very existence at the convention was like putting this other poor dude in, in but everybody was having a great time yeah there's always people with those with those like I mean I guess it's a thing that's the stormtrooper costumes what is it there's like a website oh yeah you know um, what I'm talking about it's like a regiment first legion yeah, yeah yeah and there's all this criteria that you have to have mm-hmm. to be considered yeah but man you see those costumes at these uh, cons they look great they it look looks legit. like yeah. it would be if I had one of those I would pretty much never take it off. I have a Spider-Man costume that looks pretty good. You're wearing it right and now. And I wear it, yeah, I wear it under my clothes. Um, but I performed it a few times. I took it to my daughter's school for Halloween. They did like a hood Halloween off? parade. Hood, hood no, off? No, it's like a hood, There's no, you can't take the hood off. Oh. It's a bodysuit. And I, and, I, and I brought it to her Hall- for her Halloween thing at school and I blew these kids' minds. Oh, like, they were like I, we were like on this Halloween parade and I turned behind me and there was like four little preschoolers dressed as Spider-Man who were just following me. They just abandoned their own parents to follow me and they, they were just like in awe. Even though I'm like, I'm in no way like, I'm not fooling any adult. Like I'm not at all in Spider-Man shape. But just being a tall adult in a Spider-Man outfit, I blew their minds. It was hilarious. One of them's like, are you the real Spider-Man? I'm like, I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) What do you think? Probably, Mm -hmm. right? There's no way for you to know for sure. (laughs) Halloween. Did you ever dress up? Do you do good dress up for Halloween? That was a poorly formed question. Yeah. (laughs) Do you good dress up for... No. Um... Do you close for Halloween? <laughs> As a kid, I, I, we didn't celebrate Halloween because uh, we were so religious that oh. that was like an evil holiday, so I never got to enjoy Halloween. So now, now you as go an adult out? with my own daughter, yeah, I dress up every year, yes. and I go all out. Because why not? Like, <laughs> yeah. why not dress? It's fun, first of all, and I'm going to take my daughter trick-or-treating anyway, so it's fun to, like, we try to Just combo our costumes. It. Like, oh, one year... Yeah. We were both knights. She wanted to be a knight, so I got a cool knight costume. And then last year she was like the witch from Wizard of Oz and I was the scarecrow. <laughs> we didn't put a lot of time into it last year. The year before that, I think I was Spider-Man. I don't remember who she... Oh, she was like her own superhero, I think. She made it up. She's very... She changes her mind so much on costumes, it's hard for me to plan because like she'll say one thing and then like a week later it's something different. So... Um, Saw a lot of Ray costumes at WonderCon. That, yeah. It was cool. Um, she might want to... I wouldn't be surprised if she wanted to be Ray, which would be a cool costume. I don't know what I would be then. I've always wanted an X-Wing uh, jumpsuit, so maybe I'll put together Ooh, like a, a classic... Uh, yeah, Poe Dameron or just the gen- even a more generic one. That seems a more attainable... I see that costume and it seems a little easier to pull off than the Stormtrooper. Yeah. Outfit. The trick is you got to get that cool helmet, but... Uh, <laughs> So if she was Ray, I'd probably do a I'd probably do a Poe Dameron style uh, X-wing jumpsuit, which would be cool. Yeah, get the get the whole like the box with the, the wires. Yeah. is that oxygen? I never know. I never know what that's supposed to be. It's clearly they never. Yeah, no one in Star Wars is worried about breathing in space. Simpsons fan from back in the day. Yeah, I do like Simpsons. Do you remember the one where? Um, 
Uh, Marge is trying to rehabilitate that criminal and she lets them stay at their place and she's running an art class at the same time and it's like all these criminals. I'm sure I said I don't... I don't... Well, there's there's a... Or she's been running the art class at the prison, that's what it was. And then she saw something in him and so she's like, I can save him. And then he just turns out to be just like a deadbeat prisoner at the end. But <clears throat> there's a part where the warden is talking to Homer <laughs> and he's like... I don't know. I don't know about his drawings. I mean, look at that. What's that horse breathing out there? It's a picture of a like a horse out in like space. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then Homer goes air, and he's like, "There's no air in space." And Homer's like, "There's an air and space museum." <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then he knocks him out, and then they leave. Adam is the biggest Simpsons fan, and he is like the best memory. So we'll be like writing jokes for the show, and he'll be like. It's a Simpsons joke. Or like, Simpsons already did that like 11 years ago. I have no idea how he can remember every Simpsons joke. But it's handy because that saves us from people being like, well, yeah, they're just ripping off the Simpsons. It's remarkable how many jokes you'd think are Original your own. and then you're and like, then, oh, someone else. And yeah, and then I'll be like, oh, shit. Like, none of us realize this joke was in like Big Hero 6. Like, we just did a joke that was in, was in this other movie. With TJ. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he was in he was in an episode with you guys. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully in season two as well. The pizza. We're gonna try to bring him back. The pizza web. <laughs> pizza web <laughs> Oh, and the edible arrangements. Oh man, I knew like as soon as that was said, I knew right away. I was like, Oh good, this is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Edibles arrangements. Oh shit, I think I'm getting a the weirdest I'm oh. getting this pattern sunburned on the back of my neck <laughs> I'm gonna look pretty cool tomorrow oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> um let's see oh so yeah Simpsons we talked about um <laughs> what um let's see no yep no <laughs> You got a you got a whole a whole checklist. Yeah, I'm just scatterbrained right now. <laughs> um. Oh, oh yeah. So I've been running that show out of our place, me and Aldrin's place, the duplex, and it's coming up on a year. Nice. May fifth. So that'll be pretty dope. Um. <clears throat> I don't even know why that came up. It's just been it's a cool plug. It's been a real fun Check show. Out the show. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Alright. Um well, those who can't. Should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. We need everybody everybody we know to watch it. On true TV. Yep, and it might be on we're trying to get it out there and because nowadays nobody wants to watch TV live. That's not a thing anyone does. Yeah. So we're trying to get it out there to Netflix or something like that where people can watch it for free and easy and then that would be huge yeah. because people would then if people could watch it that way more when accessible season 2 comes around they're way more likely to, to, to jump try on. to watch it because then they're like oh I'm actually a fan of this I got to see it like no one I know has cable I don't have cable I can't watch my own show yeah. live <laughs> we, don't, we don't have cable either yeah. we'll watch it on um, it's not a thing on the Apple TV when those episodes come yeah. out or and yeah. then you have to wait a day. You don't get to watch it that night. You have to wait a whole day. That's why I watched the it's Expanse. It's like they're punishing I bought, it. I bought it on iTunes. <laughs> and you got to watch it, like, after the fact. Yeah. 
it is weird that it's like if I have to pay for it, why don't I get it at the same time as everyone else? Yeah. Oh, what uh, what's it like watching watching it when as a finished product? Because uh, putting it together, you'll film different scenes at different times, right? And then it's not all in order. Yeah, not at all. I mean, there's so much editing and goes into it and stuff that, and there's just so many episodes, it gets pretty overwhelming. Like at first, you're kind of like, oh, weird. Like this is. You know, because there's so many jokes. For every joke you're seeing, oh, you're like, like oh, they picked that, that one. Cut out. Like, yeah, uh, so there's so much, and there's a lot of times there's entire scenes that get cut out. Um, so like knowing the full amount of the content for the episode, it's weird to see the uh, the finished product. Um, but pretty quickly, you just kind of wash your hands of it. You're like, you know what? Like it is. I'm not. I'm not even yeah. gonna, like sweat it. Like. You know, it's it's uh, came out looking great. Yeah, as long as it as long as the overall product is fine, I'm not gonna stress about it because there's so many little things that you could get hung up on that it's just yeah, it's just not worth it. Yeah. So. Um, how about outtakes? How much are you guys laughing? So I just posted a reel of it the other day, but yeah, there's a ton. I mean, there would be so many. Like, Every time Rory's so like, "Hey, yeah. best friend." Yeah, Rory. Rory like hardly ever. Rory hardly ever breaks. breaks, but we're always... Ben and I break. Adam hardly ever breaks, but Ben and I are the number, the, the two worst, for sure. Like, he and I, especially when we're talking shit to each other, because it's just, like, yeah. like, trying to be all, like, tough. It's, like, so hard. Cause, to, and also to your buds, too. Tough. Like, Yeah. You um, guys got the history together, so it's... I'm not proud of it, because it feels bad to break, because... There's so many people, you know, there's like 90 people on the other side of the camera. There's this small army mm-hmm. busting their ass to make the show happen. And so every time you have the giggles, you're just delaying, you know, those people's like lives and, and moving on. So it's like fun and, and all that, but it's definitely like, sorry, like laughing <laughs> once, breaking once is one thing, but then you get stuck in the cycle where you make the other person laugh. And then, it, you know, 10 takes go by, and you can just tell on that end of the camera, it's not that it's funny. Like, you guys might think it's funny, but they're just doing their job, and they want to, like, they want to get done. The sooner we get all the scenes done, the sooner they get to go home and see their, you know, their families and stuff. The so, AD's like, all right. Yeah, as, fun as, as fun as it is, um, it doesn't feel that good, uh, that good to do it. But we try to, like, move quick. We're like, okay, I'm, you know. We just roll right back into it. We don't try to. We don't try to. <laughs> don't try to embellish and with it. stretch yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been you and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Cole and Andrew Orvidal. Thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah. Um, will you give a commentary while I uh, go shut this thing off? I know. Doug approaches the computer tentatively, crouching, hiding. He's turning it off. I think. I'm not sure what's happening.